Welcome to this edition of the Luke Winstall Show. My next guest is a pass rush specialist. Des Walker, hashtag Samurai Sack. Thank you for joining me on the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Appreciate it, Luke, for having me, man. I'm, I'm uh, happy to be talking to you this, today. Yeah, glad to have you on. Get to hear a little bit about you and the guys you work with. And my first question for you, as a pass rush specialist, how have you gotten to this role and what's your story? So the biggest thing is I started off as a uh, college coach. And as a college coach, I was real great working in the uh, 4-3 system. And as me having more interest in, in, in pass rush and wanting to be a better teacher of the art of pass rush, I traveled my way down to Atlanta, Georgia, and I met up with Chuck Smith. From the day I met Chuck, man, he's been he's had me from, from open arms, teaching me the ways of his VGHA system, vision, get off, hands, hip system. As I started to put in the work, working with guys like, like Derek Morgan, uh, Eric Hines, from guys like, what's some previous guys? Some guys like, um, I put in the work to understand his system. And as I understood the system, started to master the system, that helped me build the guys of the next generation of great pass rushers that are coming now. Very interesting. And when you look at yourself as a coach, what is your philosophy when you work with these guys, no matter how big or small they are? Well, the first thing I start with, man, every, I ask them how great you want to be. So at different levels of, of the guys I work with, I work with NFL guys, college guys, high school, youth guys. So at, at that level, it depends how great they want to be. So my NFL guys, when they want to be developed, if they want to chase a gold jacket, that's a different level of detail and pass rush that they have to pay attention for. Our college guys, if they want to be employed to the National Football League, I teach them the way of how to be productive pass rushers, whether how to use the moves, when to use the moves, and most importantly, how to fix themselves when they're in the funk and they're not getting sacks. My high school guys, like it is, they know that they, they, they know what I'm about. I treat everyone the same, and based on how good they want to be, I will show them the level of details of what it takes, and I and 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 I get I hold them to that standard as well. Got you. And then when it comes to the pass rushing, the technique, or the different things you work with guys on, what do you emphasize? What are key points for you as a coach? Well, the first thing I do I, when I when I come in, I see I, I give them a test. I want to see how how flexible their ankles are. I want to see their bend. I want to see. What moves have there been taught in the pad and, and so I can add on to what God-given ability they have? The God-given ability I'm talking about is obviously being what? Quick. Obviously being what? Fast. Obviously being strong. So once I have a fully understanding of their capability, the next thing I focus on is vision, where I teach them exactly where their eyes should be, whether looking at the ball or whether they're better at looking at their near knee. The next thing I focus on is their get-off. I will teach them how to get in a proper front-loaded pass rush stance so you get off and get production. Next thing, everyone comes to me. They want to focus on hands. I want to. Get, they want to get their hands right. And lastly, I focus on hips. Every single one of those four key components work together. Hey, here's Luke. I, I want to talk to you, Luke, about something. Here's what I want you to think about, right? You're, you're, a, you're, you're, you're a pass rush. You're a D-line. I'm going to take you back in the day, Luke. Close your eyes. All right. Now, picture yourself trying to pass rush with your eyes closed. It makes no sense. So when guys come to me and they want to get their quote-unquote hands right, the very first thing I tell them is, you got to get your eyes right. You see what I'm saying? 
The next thing I'll talk about is their get-off. With their get-off and their vision, each one of those four key components that I'm talking to you about plays a role with one another. Very interesting. And for you, you've worked with huge names throughout your career and your time as a pass rush coach. You've worked with guys like number one overall pick, Jadavion Clowney, Grady Jarrett, the Pro Bowl, all-pro guy for the Falcons on the defensive line. Big players in college like Kayvon Thibodeau, who's likely a top five draft pick, maybe number one overall draft pick coming up. How'd you get to the platform and having the ability to work with these guys, whether they're on their way up or already big time in the league? So just like the thing that some people don't really realize, great players want to be coached. They want to add, they want to know every single part, why every step matters, and, and how can I get improve my production each year. It's that sustainability of, of wanting to get more sex, of wanting to, to destroy the person in front of you. There's, like I was telling you earlier a little bit, Luke, guys like Grady Jared, he's not satisfied with just being a pro bowler. He wants to get a gold jacket. So you have to hold him to that standard just like a John Randall, just like a Warren Sapp, or just like any of these former all-pros defensive tackles before him. Kayvon Thibodeau, man, great dude. Love this dude. Same thing I want to say with him. He has a level of detail that he wants to pay attention to. So when it, the reason why they don't come to work with my, my guys like myself and Chuck Smith, they want to have an overall standard of what it takes to be a great and dominant defensive lineman. Not just a, a, a way where I'm getting production here and there. They want to understand how to take over games. And and the, the, the origins of what I teach them is pass rush moves, just like just like the greats do. If you wanna if, if Cam Hayward, if you wanna hump like Reggie White, you can do that. If you wanna throw a slap rip like John Randall, if you wanna spin like Dwight Freeney or, or Robert Mathis, you can use those same moves because it's it, it, it's something that, that you have to know how to do. It's it's you have to know the amount of steps. You gotta know whether you wanna spin inside, outside, you have to know when you attack with your moves. And that's why these guys come to me, because ultimately they want to be dominant predators in how to win with their moves. Got you. And you talk a lot about detail when you're working with guys in their game. But now in this interview, let's go into some detail on a few guys that you've worked with. I'd love to hear first off about Kayvon. Everyone's talking about him. Kayvon Thibodeau, this potential big draft pick coming out of Oregon. From your perspective as a coach working with him, how do you see his game and who he is as a guy on and off the field? Well, Kayvon Thibodeau is, is a, is a immediate rotational player in the NFL, and even especially depending on where he wants to play at, he's gonna he's gonna play and get production right away. He's a he's a guy you drag and you plug him in and you leave him there for eight years and allow him to get to, to develop and one day lead a franchise guy. But once under his explosiveness off the ball and his ability of being versatile or standing down. And putting his hand down in dirt is great. And honestly, man, what I see, Kayvon is tough. Kayvon, Kayvon came down from Oregon all the way to that hot. You know how that the heat be down in Atlanta. Man, he was hot, sweating in the gym, but he never turned down a rep. And, and a lot of things that I, I like to see that I, I, I tell the, some of the scouts I talk to or whatnot, the the way he, he, he worked his moves, whether his bend or his explosiveness, it, it matched the same way it did on the film, if you if you understand what I'm saying. There's a lot of guys through history who, who's been thought of being a, a, a great pick, but 
when they got to a combine or when they got into workouts, it didn't match the film. So he is the most promising pick out of the next year's draft, in my opinion. When you talk about discussing things with scouts and people that come to you for information, how do you go about that as a coach when you know that you want to have the guy's best interest in order, but you also want to be truthful with scouts? How do you balance or manage things when you talk to people like that in those positions? Well, the first thing is, especially going from, from uh, being a part of all levels of football, I, I, I tell the scouts, give a perspective of where they're at, what school they want, what school the player that they're scouting goes to, and, and where you see them fitting in. So, um, for example, there are certain guys throughout the NFL that came from a, a system in college where they were 4-3 defensive linemen. So, for example, I'll tell a, I'll tell a team like, like the Texans, like, hey, man, you want to draft a, a, a guy uh, to play in your 3-4 system, but he's never played with his hand down throughout his high school and his, and his college career. So that wouldn't be the best pick for you. Now, if you want to go to the team like the Eagles and he played and they're in a the, 4-3 uh, four, uh, four, attacking team, that would be a perfect fit for you because he's been accustomed to your scheme the whole time. Big and no, excuse me, fast players don't always mean that they can always play in the flats or whatnot. Fast players are also great at just putting their hand out, being versatile, not only being a versatile uh, defensive end and outside backer, you can be a versatile defensive end and defensive tackle. So that's I, I want to give them the perspective of how they fit for each NFL or if I'm helping a college coach recruit somebody. Understanding the background, understanding the tough mind, understanding which side the heck. I might know there might be times where one guy is better playing on one side than the other, but they have to have the ability and the developmental plan to put the NFL or college player into the right situation. Situations is everything, both in college as well as the NFL. And speaking of situations, one guy that has been an interesting one coming into Atlanta, Grady Jarrett was a fifth round draft pick. There weren't necessarily huge expectations for him coming to the Falcons, but the way that he has developed, I know he's been working with you and Chuck and your team for a long time, but the way he's developed has been astoundingly impressive. How have you seen things for Grady and the way that he's progressed just since he got to the NFL? Every year, Grady takes takes another step. He takes it from the time he came, like you just said, from the time he came in to where he is now. And that, that hunger and that drive and that desire of what, what I see Grady when I work with him, it, 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 it shows the same way on the field. He understands where, where, where he wants to get better at, and he understands where he wants to get to. Grady is not, is not a guy who's satisfied of being one of the best. He wants to be the best. If I'm giving, when I give my, these viewers here an inside view of, of, of Atlanta Falcon great throughout the years of being at Clemson, he wasn't just satisfied of being great at playing the run. Now his years in the NFL, he's doing a good job playing the run just as well as he's pass rushing. So each year, each year when a great player, just like you see in the NBA, guys like LeBron, one year he couldn't shoot. The next year he's adding on another foot in his jump shot. The same thing I see with Grady Jarrett. Coming in, he does a great job going one-two and going inside. Now he's, he's taking an astounding leap of using his cross chop. Every year, Grady Jarrett is adding more pass rush moves to help himself get even better for the long run. 
We're looking at another guy on a different spectrum. Jadavion Clowney came into the league as the number one overall draft pick. High expectations for him. He's had some great years in his career. And with Jadavion now, when you look at his game, how do you break things down with where he is and when you work with him? What are the thoughts behind that? Well, Jadavion Clowney, as everybody know, man, he's one of those few athletic, um, how can I say, athletic freaks to, to, to come out of football history or whatnot. Had a, uh, had a had a had a had years of never truly being healthy from getting injured his first overall career to I mean first game in his overall career and never being fully right. But now see him on the Cleveland Browns and as he's being uh, developed now, he he he's taking a different angle and a different approach of how to use his God-given ability. Which when I mean God-given ability, how strong you are and how fast you are. But when you put that that God-given ability in terms of how to use the moves, you become a dangerous and possibly one day a legendary pass rusher. I love Jadavion Conley. He's in a good situation where he does the, the expectations of him being the most or the the, the productive leader of a team is, is, is carried over to Miles Garrett. So having help on that other side that can get upfield, that can penetrate just as fast as him, hey, him having a 10-sack season would not surprise me this year. Understanding the best way he can use his speed and power in different angles is going to allow him to set up more pass rush moves and have a more productive year. But I love this situation. I love this fit. And I love this way where he has some years to get healthy and get his feet back. Very interesting. And when you look at the college level, there's so much talent, especially on defensive lines loaded like Clemson and Georgia. One of the Clemson guys you work with, Miles Murphy, came out of the Atlanta area around North Gwinnett High School. When you look at Miles, he's a potential really high draft pick as well. Seems like he has a high ceiling. How do you look at what Miles is doing at Clemson and what his future could project as? Oh, I love Miles. Miles is, is one of them guys. He's in a great situation as well as he's being developed properly. Uh, had a, he had a great game against. Um, I'm sorry, they played. Oh, had a great game against Georgia. Him and uh, Brian Bees on the other side. Miles is a guy that he 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 wants to not only wants to get better, but he's he has the ability to both stand up and put that hand in the ground. Miles, his way of being a a great NFL draft pick or whatnot, he can only he can stand up and put his head in the ground, but he can also. So be, he's tough enough and versatile enough to also play and rush out of a 3 10. Miles Murphy has been doing a, a, a great job using his hands, using his long arm, his long arm club. He likes using his ghost. Miles ha- is putting it together, and, and he's going to have the ability to set up his move going to the NFL. He's doing a great, he has a great family behind him that he, he loves his family and the people that's been involved in his journey. Miles is an overall great person on the field and off the field, and I have no problem in that he will be a top NFL draft pick when his years uh, to come out. Got you. And when it comes to the high school level, you work with a lot of the prospects that when people follow recruiting, it's names that they're used to hearing between Kristen Miller, Michael Williams, so many others, and you look at the talent, especially in the state of Georgia, that you've worked with. Who are some guys that the recruiting fans and people out there may not have heard of that you've been working with that you think are going to be some of the next guys up in that world? Let me tell you one guy that I've been working with for about three years right now. Marcus Clark out of Hoover, Alabama. 
this dude that came has bursted onto the scene. It was a time where he had quote unquote no stars. It was a time he had no offers. He picked up his first SEC offer. He had a couple of other offers. I, I believe he's verbally committed to um, Coastal Carolina. But hey, he's a thumper on that D, um, uh, at being as a four-three, uh, a three-four defensive tackle. But he's 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 big enough where he can he can move deeper on the inside. Even he will be a, a athletic shade or, or nose guard, but he's quick enough where he can also play the five. He does a great job using his rip, his hump move. Guys like like him are, are being underlooked due to the fact that that he doesn't meet the hype requirement. That's one guy I would like to talk about. Another guy I would like to talk about is my man's VJ. VJ is out of um, Durham, North Carolina. I'm, I think I'm pronouncing it right. Durham, North Carolina. With Vincent, Vincent is, is committed to do tall, long. Um, I believe he won defensive line MVP at the, the national FBU camp in the... Oh, the All-American ones? Yeah, the, yeah, that one. The, the All-American ABC uh, uh, All-Star game. He got invited to that. But everything he did when as he got older and older, he started putting time into learning how to use moves. So a lot of things you keep hearing me, Luke, repeat about moves and d- what type of guys work moves, how well they work the moves, how well they know how to fix themselves. It's going to be a, a repeated statement because there's two types of people in this world, Luke, that I want to teach the viewers. There's smart pass rushers and there's dumb pass rushers, not dumb people. Those smart pass rushers are those guys who uses the moves. Football's been around for what? How many years around loop? Like what, 150? Yeah. 170. In that, you know, let's just just call it like that, in that ball range. There's guys that have been using moves forever. There's a reason why the swim move was invented. There's a reason why the side scissors, double hand swipe, whatever area you go through. There's a reason why the slap rip. Nowadays, you see the cross chop taking storm. So, guys like my my man's VJ out of uh, Durham, North Carolina, guys like him, they, they take the time of. Knowing their blessing, their blessing is their height, their speed is his height and his length and his quickness. But once he put his moves on top of what he had, dog guys in, in high school can't stop a, a side sense. They can't stop his spin move. So that's a another guy I would like you to look at. Uh, VJ, full name is I call it VJ. Full name is Vincent Anthony. Is committed to Duke football, and that's a that's a great pickup for Duke, man. Great pickup. Awesome. Well, Dez, we're out of time. That's all the questions I have for you. Thank you so much for joining me today. I appreciate it, Luke. Anytime you need me, I'll be on.